is our house. This is episode 97. I'm here with Lewis. What's up, everybody? And I'm David. Uh, we're here. Bobby uh, still absent. Uh, I believe he said he will be back next week. Uh, we are hoping that he's back next week and everything is in good health. And, uh, and you know, we can resume back to, uh, you know, three knuckleheads talking about the LA Galaxy instead of just two. Um <laughs> So uh, so here we go. We have a, a lot to talk about, and by a lot to talk about, I mean just one thing. Yeah. Uh, but be- before we get there, Lewis, I do want to, uh, again, say thank you to everybody who contributed to the GoFundMe for uh, Bobby's mom's funeral. Um, we raised a, a decent amount of money uh, thanks, to, thanks to everyone's help. Uh, thank you for the retweets. Thank you if you donated. Thank you so much for donating. Uh, he'll be on next week. I'm sure he'll want to talk about that a little bit. Uh, the service was this past weekend. Uh, it was very lovely. Um, it was, uh, you know, she obviously got a good turnout. Um, things uh, ended up going relatively well, I would say, Lewis. Um, yeah, as and, well uh, as a funeral can be. Right, right. Um, but uh, definitely, uh, things were appreciated. Uh, all, all your, all your donations and and uh, your uh, condolences were definitely uh, felt and 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 put to good use. So thank you everyone for that. Yes, the yeah, thank yous all around. I'm sure uh, that Bobby uh, is uh, greatly um, uh, thankful for it. I'm sure he'll tell you on his own uh, next week. Um, like I said, we, we knew that we can count on our Galaxy family to not let us down, and you certainly did not. So uh, this is something that uh, we will never forget. We really appreciate it. Uh, so much love to everyone out there who helped out. Uh, thank you very much, guys. And um, with that in mind, do we just go up and start with the main event? Well, let's let's get started. Let's give a, a little bit of a um, Michael Buffer-style lead-up to this thing. Uh, I, although I can't say the famous phrase, um, yeah, he'll sue us. He'll, he'll, uh, he'll sue us for, for sure. So, uh, I'll, I'll do my best to, to get close, close enough, I guess. Uh, or with the, uh, here we go. Uh, Lewis, this off season has brought, uh, balance and real substance to this LA galaxy team, uh, from the back to the front, the galaxy feels very strong uh, going into the 2018 season. And with that in mind, let the lion enter the den. Yeah. So the United States tied Bosnia and Herzegovina 0-0. No, not, not that lion. That's, oh. that's the little baby cub. That's a little kitty cat. Oh, oh yeah. That's a okay, little okay, kitty okay. cat. That, that's that's batting. I actually missed your intro. I was opening this Swedish beer I have. I don't know why I bought Swedish beer. That's weird. That's yeah, so is. weird. Yeah, uh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm sitting on this uh, this chair for, that I got from IKEA, uh, and and yeah, I, I got to say the joints are a little rickety, but you know it's it's a good solid chair, nonetheless. Huh. Yeah, they, they, they got some solid stuff over there. Okay, there we go. All right. Now we can get started. That is, by the way, uh, this last two weeks, I've been drinking uh, Modern Times uh, Hoppy Tropical Pale Ale. Uh, I got it at Trader Joe's. It is fantastic. Uh, I believe that's from uh, San Diego, it looks like. So uh, let's get let's get on. Again, the lion has entered the Dan Lewis. Yeah. So, uh, everybody... So, so- so before we start, I'll just put this out here. Uh, for those of you who um, have listened and tuned into the show, you guys know that we have absolutely no inside information here. Uh, we don't have any sort of source within the organization. That being said, if there's anybody deep within the organization that wants to help a little guy out, go ahead and contact me, please. <laughs> um, so, you know, we don't have any, like, any knowledge of any signings, would-be signings, or... Uh, what details of a contract or trade or whatnot. Um, there's another podcast that we listen to where we get our information. That's Corner of the Galaxy. Um, so again, we're you do come... what we always do, and that's basically give our take on this, our opinion. Uh, 
leave it open for debate. I'm sure that it's going to be uh, an interesting one. It has been for the past two days or so. Um, so we are officially for the third time, I believe, on Slatan Watch. Yes, indeed. So Ibra, Ibra, rumored, heavily rumored. Uh, let's let's see some of the some of the locks. I would say, Lewis, uh, that I would that I would call this this signing to be is. Taylor Twelman said it. Jeff Carlisle said it. Um, some of our friends that apparently do have deep ties within the organization and insider knowledge have strongly, strongly hinted at it. And lots of other reports out there saying that this is a done deal. Uh, and as a non-DP, as a TAM player, according to Jeff Carlisle, um, Jesus Christ, what a coop. Coo? Coop. A coup. A coup. A coopy coop. Little deuce coop. There you go. What a coup this would be if the rumor that has been circulating and gotten really hot over the last few days turns out to be true and the Galaxy have indeed signed Zlatan Ibrahimovic. So here's the thing. There's going to be... Many talking points that we're going to uh, talk about here from different angles. Talking points uh, we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah. Uh, different points of view here. Um, so let's go ahead and start with the uh, the coup. Because from the business end of this, it is a coup. And it, let's be honest. If we're talking about strictly from the business side, this is beyond a grand slam. To bring in a name like Zlatan to LA without having to use a DP slot... Signing him as a town player, this is going to sell jerseys. This is going to sell tickets. There's people who who have said that they uh, would not renew their season tickets this year. Have all of a sudden said, mm, maybe I'll grab some after all. Well, well, Lewis, uh, I do have a little bit of breaking news here. Okay, um, I was one of those people. Uh, that said I would not be renewing my tickets this year. And uh, and guess who called me yesterday? <laughs> and who was that? My Galaxy rep. My ticket rep. and, and The guy he, who hasn't called you? The guy like... who hasn't. Exactly. The guy I was persona non grata uh, to this guy up until yesterday. Uh, I wonder why that is. Um, mm. He did... He did uh, my favorite game that I get to play uh, with these uh, Galaxy uh, with the Galaxy reps that that call me. Uh, my favorite game that I get to play is I know more than you do. Um, <laughs> simply and 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 I'm not doing it on purpose until I realize I'm doing it, and then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna roll with this. Um, most of the time, somebody calls me, and I'm very upfront, and I tell them, uh, you know, in the past, it's been. A, I'm very connected with this team. Like, I know a lot about it. I read everything. I try and, you know, look for everything. Uh, and now, since we've started this podcast, I've been very upfront. I was like, hey, I'm one of those nerds that has a fan podcast about this team. So I am very interested in, in all of these things, and I'm very much in the know. I, my ear is to the ground. Um, my, my, uh, my, my, my. My former rep, let's call it, I'm still uh, going to call him my former rep because he's not my rep right now. Um, called me up and, uh, you know, hey, how's it going? Uh, so what do you think about all the news that's happening? And I'm going to tell you right now, Lewis. I have, is it okay with you if I take multiple stances on my opinion of the heavily rumored Zlatan to Galaxy. By all means, I have probably the same multiple stances on it as well. Because <laughs> what I said, said, we have a lot of talking points. We're going to cover every angle here. As you said, and, and this is what I told my guy, as you said, this is an absolute coup on the business side. It, they're going to sell a ton of jerseys. They're going to be on every talk show. They're going to be on the lips of every... Uh, American that knows even what a soccer ball is, I would say that signing Zlatan, even at 36 years old, could probably only have been bigger if we were to sign maybe two or three other players in the world right now. Okay. I agree think? with that. I agree, agree with that. 
You think if we would have signed uh, Neymar or Messi or Ronaldo? Those are probably the three other ones those, that, you know, they're probably the three would outshine them. Uh, Paul Pogba? No way. Nobody, he, hardly anybody would know who that is. Um, in, in the United States, I should say. The, 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 the very, very distant casual fan uh, probably doesn't know Paul Pogba. They probably don't know uh, Coutinho. They probably don't know Bale. They definitely don't know James Rodriguez. Uh, sorry, Lewis. Um, but they know Zlatan. Everyone knows Zlatan. So on the business side, on the marketing side, this is a dream come true. Forget about any other move that any other MLS team has made this year. This is the equivalent, I think, of bringing David Beckham to the Galaxy. Absolutely. MLS. I have to agree with you there. Um, if I had to, if I have to really take an educated guess, I would say that this particular signing was for the business side first, rather than the on-field um, performance. Um, I, I think if you're the Galaxy FO, you are. I mean, you are really patting yourself on the back here. And um, and again, I wish I had some sort of insider information. Uh, I'm not sure if this came from the. Uh, you know, the Siggy brain trust or the Klein brain trust here because... Well, you, um, said, you said brain, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was Siggy. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, good point, good point. Um, you know, be, because the other take on this is that, like last year, I'm not on board with uh, bringing, bringing him into the galaxy. Um, I wasn't on board a year ago. I'm not on board now. It's a little easier for me to accept it and easier for me to to swallow it because we didn't have to give up a DP spot, because it is a town player, um, because our team was pretty much already set before he came onto this team. So the 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 focal point is not on Slatan as he is our savior. He's like the cherry on top. Our team was already set. Um, if you knew that Zlatan was going to be the focal point of the attack, I highly doubt that they would sign Kamara. So, okay, so here's my other stance. I agree with you, Lewis. Zlatan is definitely the cherry on top. However, he's a cherry on top of a double bacon cheeseburger. He doesn't fit. It doesn't go. Um, the fact that he's, like you said, the fact that he's a TAM player, uh, I don't think is going to matter in that he's going to be on the field no matter what. If he can stand up, he's going to be on the field. Now, you can go back. You can go back to when this rumor first started a year ago and uh, or, you know, probably about eight months ago and hear me on this very microphone say a one legged Zlatan is better than what the galaxy had at the at the time. And I stand by that. I still agree. If we still had GLC Zardes as our starting striker, I would 1000 percent still say Zlatan, a one legged Zlatan is better. Fair enough. Now, now we have Ola Kamara. We have a proven MLS goal scorer. Why did we bring him in? Well, I mean, I'm sure we brought him in because we didn't know that we were going to get Zlatan. But uh, with that said, where does he fit into this team? Uh, someone in the midfield is going to have to sit, and that someone isn't going to be Alessandrini, and it's not going to be the Dos Santos brothers. And it's, it's not going to be, be Kitchen. It's going to be legit. It is going to be legit. We had talked about this when we were talking about the uh, Rodrigo Aguirre uh, possible signing, that if we were to bring him in as a TAM player, there's no way that he would be sitting on the bench. He would be paired up front with Kamara, How? and you'd have to sit down a midfielder or go with the three-five-two formation, which more than likely was not going to happen. And we had said that Legette would be the one relegated to the bench. Um, and if the... Uh, if it still holds true that Zlatan will be on the field no matter what, that's exactly what's going to happen. Legette will be relegated to the bench, um, especially in the uh, the very beginning of the season. I think Siggy had already said that fans really shouldn't um, expect Legette to start um, the season opener because they're keeping a close eye on him. He may not be uh, completely fit or ready to go the full 90. Uh, so I think this actually is a little bit more of an excuse to soften the blow that Legette would be uh, starting on the bench if, if 
you know, if Zlatan is uh, to be a starter and if his knee allows him uh, to uh, be a starter. That, he, for me, it should be that red flag right there. I mean, aside from the 36-year-old, uh, you know, age, I mean, this is another red flag that you just sign a player that, you know, will be not even at half. Um, of uh, of what he he could be, and a lot of people out there are saying to themselves, "Oh well, you know, a a thirty percent Slatan is still better than you know most of the players in MLS." And I agree with you. I agree that his soccer IQ is light years beyond anybody in MLS. I agree that his legacy is beyond anybody in MLS. I agree that his talent is way beyond anybody in MLS. I'm talking performance. That's a big difference. How is he actually going to perform? People are looking at Slatan as if this was five, ten years ago. Remember, it, remember the, the, fact when, that he's a, the fact that he's a TAM player and not a DP should show you that we are paying for the player that he currently is well, and not the player that he was. We don't. We don't know that yet. We don't know the details yet. We don't. Uh, they they may still drop a bomb on us saying that uh, we Juan Pablo Angel Alessandrini. To LAFC, um, we still don't know if the reports are to believe in the Tam. Somehow we didn't have enough time to sign Ola Kamara. Now we have enough time Tam to sign right. Zlatan. Doesn't so, make any sense, does it? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. But you know, hashtag Galaxy rule breaking or whatever the hashtag is. Um, if if Zlatan comes and and he is a drugba like presence the way that he was the way that drugba was for montreal do you take that if you knew th- this is okay if because, i knew because that was this is a similar situation in that drugba was coming back from uh, obscurity to play for montreal he was 37 when he came but was he injured at the time he signed it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter it, doesn't matter. it totally matters he, if he's injured, he and he's played. Even, he played about fifty percent of the games that he should have for Montreal. Uh, it, he okay. did not play on turf. He was injured some of the time, but he was a guy that was a legend. No, no, no. I'm not he saying... has legendary status, even if he only plays home games for the Galaxy. And he doesn't even. They don't even bother to say like, "Oh, yeah, Zlatan." You know. Uh, you know, we're taking it slow with him, or 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 we're we're keeping a close eye, or we don't want to aggravate his injury on turf. If they straight up said, "Nah, Zlatan only plays in L.A." Do you take that? The guy's gonna score twenty goals. He's okay. First of all, he's not gonna score twenty goals. Okay, I, I mean, the the guy is injured, currently injured. He played for he, Manchester co- United. He he I know he plays on Manchester United, but the no, guy no, no, no. is not He was on the field for them recently. He's back How to full training he... next week. Is he really? Yeah. Okay. If he does come back as a as a uh, Drogba, yeah. It'd be really hard pressed not to uh not to take that. It's the injury. Thirty six year old bum knees. And like you said, th- there's a lot of turf fields here in MLS. There's a lot more travel than uh, that he's probably used to. Um, all of this is going to take uh, take its toll. Um, if he only plays home games, yeah, I probably would take that, mainly because Ola Kamara is there. And you could switch it back to that 4-5-1 formation or a variation of the 4-5-1 formation uh, to any other game, and we would still be okay. This is where I find it a little bit easier to swallow that he's not the complete focal point of the attack. If we did not sign Kamara and you bring in Slatan, I would still be a little iffy. However, all of this is not my main concern. A little my, iffy. I'd be hitting the panic button if that were the case. Main, well, that was the case last season. But like you said, it was still an upgrade. But the the thing that bothers me the most is that you are bringing in a bigger-than-life personality, a bigger-than-life ego into a locker room that is coming off of, what, ruins? In 2017, Siggy has built it almost from the ground up, trying to get the perfect locker room guys, 
And here you have this guy that might disrupt everything. Yep. This is obviously a calculated mm. risk. And in the front, and the, if the FO was saying to themselves, well, the dollar signs is going to speak for themselves and forget about what that might, you know, cause behind the scenes. There's a problem there because this is no longer Geo's team, by the way. Oh, no. No way. So there you go. He's now going to get all the attention and more. He's going to be, from, he's gonna be at the World LA, Cup. Who cares? <laughs> not just from L.A., from the entire league. This is, like you said, this is probably equivalent to David Beckham coming here, except that David Beckham is, I mean, I'm sorry, except that Slatan is not signing, I assume, a five-year contract. So this is huge. But it's a calculated risk. I think, uh, as a TAM player, I think you have to make that that uh, that uh, that bet here. Uh, because if something does happen, doesn't work out, or if he does get injured, you still had a solid team to fall back on. And I think that's what makes it a little easier for me to swallow. If you're giving me yep. the choice, I would say pass. If mm. it's if I'm talking on the field. Because I know a lot of people are saying, oh, but it's Slatan, Right. It's 36-year-old bum knee Slatan. So, it's not 30-year-old. Okay. So, so let me ask Zlatan. you this. Let me ask you this. We're playing in, uh, I don't know, San Jose. We're playing in Minnesota. We're playing in Philadelphia. We need three points. You bring Slatan in in the 60th minute. Do you think, you th- do you think do you the think defense he's a bench is going do you think the no, no no hold on listen to my scenario? Do okay. you think the defense gives a fuck about Alessandrini, Ola Kamara? So here's the best case Giovanni scenario. Santos. Here's Emma, the best Emma case Boateng. Do you think they even bat an eye at those guys? This is the best case scenario here. Um, our uh, our good friends over at MLS Aces, uh, both uh, Tom and Riley, text me. Uh, asking me for a comment on on the slot, and I was just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. I know the entire. <laughs> how, how insane is it that one of the biggest players in the world at this moment, Lewis, even at this moment, even injured, I would say he's a top five player in the world. It, he's coming to our last place team. So it's more about the name and we're, than anything. And we're for going. <laughs> How? Because if you're getting excited, what? if you're getting excited simply because of the name, I just want to throw this out there. You're proving Jermaine Jones right. Just want to say, I just want to, you know, put that out there. I, anyway, I hate that you brought up his name again. I, 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 I tweeted, I tweeted his name this this week on on our page, and I'm mad at myself <laughs> for doing it. Well, then give me pushups again. God damn it! <laughs> Recurring no, segment I mean, here. Look, what I, what I was telling uh, Tom and Riley was that, look, best case scenario, if this works out, he's, you know, he, he fits in with the locker room and he's a, he's a role model. He's obviously a veteran uh, presence there and he's a role model for the younger kids. And, you know, he turns out to be, you know, the player that we all hope he is. Um, and he starts next to Kamara. Well, if one, if you're focusing on one and it's going to be Slatan. The other torches you. If you mm-hmm. focus on both forwards, Alessandrini, Legit, if he's in there, mm-hmm. Jonah, mm-hmm. and possibly Gio, they torch you as well. He becomes, Zlatan becomes a, uh, uh, what's that game that Bobby plays? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Uh, right? He plays Metal Gear Solid. There's a, there's a, a feature in Metal Gear where you can throw like a blow-up doll of yourself to yeah. just to distract the, the the enemy, so you can sneak up behind them. Uh, yes, yes. Zlatan becomes Zlatan becomes the most famous decoy in all of MLS. Yeah, I mean, if you're using him to all of his with all of his assets, I mean, that is a pretty good way to use him. But whether but or not he's scoring goals, but in all he seriousness, opens up, he opens up space for everybody else. Geo might was, look good next to him. Well, I'm sorry, what? Geo might look good next to him. <laughs> well, if 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 people are complaining that Geo needs somebody else to make him look good, if Kamara and Zlatan are not it, it's uh it's obviously not everybody else's fault. <laughs> right, right. Um so 
I mean, Zlatan just has to stand there, right, at the top of the box. I mean, have you seen the the goals that this guy scores? He's going to rip nets off of things. Again, you're seeing 20-some-year-old Zlatan. No, 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 no. I'm seeing early 30 Zlatan. But also, what do you think Zlatan sees? Oh, like I said, his ego is bigger than life. Don't, I mean, even even if this fails and Zlatan is terrible... Don't you think just for entertainment value, it's going to be fucking fun? Let's say After, Ola Kamara I, I, no, no, still sorry, has the same year. Ola no, Kamara no, 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 still no. has the same year that, that, that we predicted he would. He but scores this has now become 15 a goals. Si- but what you're basically talking about is a sideshow. After 2017, I don't want a sideshow. I want my team back that's going to win and compete for a trophy for a major trophy. I don't want a fucking sideshow uh, that it's just, it's a name. I- I'm sorry. I'm not on board with that. I'm really not. Uh, for me, it depends on where Zlatan chooses to live. If Zlatan, that, if Zlatan says he's living, yes, yes. If he wants to live in, uh, in Malibu, no, fuck that guy. No, he's not, he's not the right, <laughs> he's not in the right direction. <laughs> if he wants to live in Hollywood, oh, he's God. crazy. He's got to live in the South Bay. Okay. He's got. He's if he wants to live in Encino like Jermaine Jones does, that commute is shit. I mean, I have to go that way to get to the stadium uh, from from work. That's the worst commute. I don't know. I, oh, <laughs> uh, uh, again, I said I'm gonna have different angles here. Uh, what, for me, what, what for me, think? for me, the 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 balance, the balance that. Again, the balance that they built this year has been phenomenal. They grand slam hit one out of the park. With this Latan signing, this is like, you know, you come out to close the game and you give up three home runs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you're, you're, you're pretty much. I, you're, I don't you're, know. You're I risking. You're, you're risking it. You are risking it. You're like risking I said, it. I think it's a calculated risk. I think it's a risk that. I made a good. I made the right baseball analogy. Lewis said you should be proud of me for that one. Very good, actually. Thank yeah, you're you. Right. Thank you. You're right. We bring we bring our closer, and he just yeah, he blows it. All right, like I I don't know. You, you know, like I said, obviously I'm hoping for the best case scenario. A lot of people are are looking at this as the best best case scenario. There's a lot more resistance to Zlatan um, this time around than there was a year ago. Um, I think it was. I mean, I know Josh Gessman had said 50-50. Um, I, I thought it was more 70-30 in favor of Slatan, but however, he interacts with a lot more people and has a lot more followers and listeners than we do. Um, I think it kind of reversed a bit here. I think it's still 30-70, but the 30-70 in favor of being against Slatan, but the ones who are against it can still swallow it. I think they can still accept it. They're saying, yeah, I kind of don't want it, but I can live with it. Um, I don't know. I, and that's kind of where I fall in. I'm like, you know what? I really don't prefer it, but I can live with it. If it doesn't work out, like I said, we've already had a team that was at least talked about being contenders in the Western Conference. And if you add this to the mix and best case scenario, I think now you'd have to say with that attack or without a potential attack, we might be in the running for MLS Cup. Because that would be the X factor that was missing. And you, and again, best case scenario, if Zlatan does what Zlatan does, it's going to be extremely difficult to stop this attack. But can they all play together? Can Kamara and Slatan and Gio not run into each other when they're running into the same space? Can they work uh, together? First of all, nobody runs into Slatan's space. Slatan's space is his own. <laughs> <laughs> See, this, this is what we get. This is what we're gonna get. This is what and this is what pisses get. me off. It's gonna be so good. Imagine. Okay, okay, okay. Close your eyes, everybody listening. Everybody listening, play along. If you're in your cars, please pull over and uh, and and let's close our eyes. Let's close our eyes. I'm glad We're you put watching. that disclaimer in there, by yeah, the way. You're welcome. Uh, because I will listen. To the, I listen back in the car. That's why. Uh, and I'm going to follow along to the sound of my own voice. Um, close your eyes, everyone. Imagine 
some random, you know, Wednesday night away game. We're watching LA Galaxy on Sportsnet. Zlatan's coming off the field. Adam Serrano's walking over to him to ask him a question. Okay. Are you guys done laughing yet? Okay, okay, okay. Imagine the gold that's going to come out of this guy's mouth when he has to go play in Minnesota in D... No, D.C. has their own stadium now. In New England. In... Who else has a shit stadium? (laughs) (laughs) In, uh, you know, in Seattle. Imagine... Adam Serrano trying to ask him a question. It's going to be fucking great. But at the same time, at the same time, Lewis, I don't know about this move. I mean, like, seriously, I'm all over the map on this move. I'm going to go, I'm going to go on a limb and say he's either going to be the biggest signing to ever come to MLS or the biggest flop to ever sign for MLS or hey, maybe he's just fine. Like I, I'm, I'm this is my opinion on him. He's all over the map. I have no idea what to expect other than he's going to have some takes on stuff and it's going to be gold. The, the thing is, is that I honestly don't even think he would be considered a flop. Even if he scores a minimum amount of goals, if he, if he has like geo numbers, I don't even think that he would, be considered a flop he would be given a pass simply because of who he is um and then if anything uh they they would look at the people who signed him and as as saying like well you brought this guy in at 36 with injuries you know like what did you expect this isn't the the same retirement league that it was you know when beckham signed and now look at all the the signings that we've brought in just this summer alone all the young guys and the galaxy come here and bring in this 36-year-old. I mean, that would be more criticism for the Galaxy. He's, I don't think it would be taken out on Slotham. I believe I believe Guessman has the average age of the team at 26 and a half. So Zlatan more. brings mm-hmm. him up to, like, what, 29? No, I don't think it goes that high up. It, <laughs> it bumps a little high. I mean, I already said that it's even that high just simply because actually Cole's on the team. Right, 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 right. But, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Zlatan signs because they need somebody... Uh, that Ashley Cole can maybe talk to, you know, millennials, right? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> let, let, let's not get into that, please. Please. Like, oh, you open up a whole another can of worms there, dude. Don't, don't, don't. Who is Ashley Cole? Who is Ashley Cole gonna 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 complain to when the guys have You're to be gonna carried get... across a, a a water puddle? Oh, uh, dude, no. I mean, at best, because you would think that someone like Odyssey would fucking like challenge uh, Ibra to the Tide Pod challenge or something. <laughs> fucking kids. Did you hear about the new one that like there's now a new challenge where the, the kids point guns at each other? Uh, it's it's called the uh, it's called the Darwin Awards, Lewis. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we're just, just thinning out the, the herds. You know, we don't need any more Trump. Uh, votes uh, for for next election, so you, you just let that happen. You encourage that. <laughs> All right. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Tide pods are um, good. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's talk about a, a another angle here, a, another potential option that the Galaxy <laughs> have um, with this uh, Zlatan. Uh, Signing, which is apparent, apparently all but done, imminent, whatever. If you're listening apparently to this, it was this, signed three weeks ago. Three, was it three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, this was a done deal, and and they haven't. Uh, they just fair enough. Done well, anything. they would have to. They would have to announce it soon. Uh, as of this recording, we're recording on the the night of the thirtieth, which means the transfer window closes in less than twenty four hours. So they would have to like. By the time you guys listen to this, it probably would have already been um, announced. Um, but okay, so we go off and sign Zlatan. Now we have uh, yet another striker, um, yet another potentially formidable attacker. Um, well, in the midst of all these great signings and all these great pickups and all of this great stuff that was happening in the off season, well, it turns out that 
we're still pretty high up in the allocation order. Indeed. We were number two, but or actually we're we're number two behind Dallas. But it looks like they traded away the um their spot. Um to uh, I, I know that there was a deal between Orlando and Kansas City um for uh, uh Roselle, Uri Roselle. I think it's going to Orlando. Uh, yes, I believe he's going to Orlando. Yeah. So somewhere in there, Dallas traded their spot, which means the Galaxy now have the first pick in the allocation. Yeah. Yes. Now they have the first pick in the allocation. They're first in the allocation order. And I believe this is all but done as well. Rubio Rubin is coming to MLS. Yes, he is. We would have the first pick. First rise of refusal. And let me let me put this out there. Let me put this out there. Here's okay. So I'm gonna make a case for sign. Wait, is your Lewis is your case for signing Rubio Rubin or not signing Rubio Rubin? Um, I would say take Rubio Rubin. Um, but with Zlatan coming in, I mean, I really he's, don't he's know. He's superfluous. It doesn't matter. Um, but again, we're assuming that Zlatan's gonna play maybe half the games. He'll play 10 games, maybe. And he'll still be worth it if he's Tam. You but really think that? Zlatan? Uh, again, you're, you're thinking about the name. Yeah. You're not, yes. That, that, yes. If he, no, no, no. no. This, is, this is the stance I'm taking where this is a completely commercial uh, uh, venture here. In, okay, in, fair in, enough. In just the, the ability to put, put Ibrahimovic on the back of a jersey... With the number nine okay. on it is going to make us, and I mean the galaxy, not us, our podcast, so much money that next year when he retires, we'll have some, you know, we'll have some new concession stands in the stadium, all paid for by the number <laughs> nine Zlatan jersey. Um, but for fair, fair enough, because I agree with you uh, in that sense. That but, as the, the business side of this was, it's purely is, a business move, Lewis. It's yeah, it, it's gold. Okay, uh, gold. Rubio Rubin. I'll tell you why the Galaxy should one hundred percent sign him. Uh, not because he is uh, an American, and so he won't cost us an international spot. Not because he'll probably come cheap, because he has not played well, and I believe is out of contract. With uh, uh, where was he? Yes. Ooh, Utrecht before, yeah, uh, yeah, I forgot. He he he's he's played his entire career in Europe, yeah. um, but has you know fallen out of grace in every single one of his sides. But and if this is this is something that the Galaxy is striving to get to MLS Cup, Rubio Rubin is of Guatemalan descent, so Rubio Rubin is gonna score an MLS Cup. <laughs> I actually forgot about that. Yes, indeed. That's why we I need to sign Rubio Rubin. Okay, there you go. Um, well, I agree with you that this is a guy that we probably should have signed. It actually goes back to my my uh, philosophy of I'd rather sign some young no-name than some aging European you know, superstar. So if you're giving me the choice, I would, be give, I, I would take Rubin. Um, I, I know I'm probably in the minority there. By the way, if you disagree with me, you again you're proving Jermaine Jones right. Um, the 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 fact that if we're able to sign both of them, by the way, if if we are to say that Slotan would only feature in ten games or only in home games, or you know he would have a limited amount of minutes per game or whatever, then having Rubin in there also makes sense. If that's the case. Because mm-hmm. you could also switch from a, you know, the two striker or the lone striker, both ways. Uh-huh. But I doubt that they're gonna. I, I doubt that that will happen. Like you said, I don't know where all this time is gonna come from. I don't know it, what. I mean, I assume that he would be at the absolute max. Tam uh, is allowed before you have to uh, make a, a player DP. So. I don't know where we're getting that. Although, again, I don't have inside information. But I do remember after we recorded last week, there were reports that several teams around MLS were very much interested in Emma Boateng. 
it could be a case of we'll give you Boateng, but we're going to need some allocation money from you. How much are you willing to give us? And what are your thoughts on that? Uh, saying goodbye to Emma Boateng. I think uh, if we have to say goodbye to Emma Boateng, we get a guy like Rubio Rubin. Uh, I would say that, uh, well, I really love Boateng. I really love what he brings. Uh, the one thing that he does not bring is assists and goals. And that's the thing that is gonna we're going to need uh, in, in the season to be successful. He brings energy, much like Zardes. And I know you, love, you, you don't like Zardes for this reason. He brings hustle and energy and a dynamic to the attack that we don't have when he's not on the field, but he does not have the finishing product. So if Rubio Rubin can come in and give us a little bit more production in terms of numbers... I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that. I can't so be before, mad at that. So before the like I said, this was uh, uh, put out on Twitter uh, sometime late last week. It was maybe the day after, or two days after we recorded. And of course, everyone was like, "No, no, no, not Emma." Um, you know, all all the reports said was that there are other teams interested in Boateng, not that the Galaxy were shopping him around or trying to get rid of him. Um, I think that at the very least, the Galaxy should have listened to what these other teams had to offer. And if they offered something of, you know, higher value, I would say take it. Um, Emma Boateng, it's a player that I like, but it's a player that I can part with if the price is right. Um, If you get, you know, hose the way you did with, say, AJ, that might cause an uproar. I think that this was a player that, like Zardes at the time, you say, look, his his stock is pretty high right now. You're going to have to sell him if the price is right. Um, I think his stock went up because of the shitty season that we had last year um, and that he was one of three bright spots uh, in the entire team. So it, he obviously shined a lot brighter than maybe he um, really appears uh, to... Uh, to be, yeah. In which case, yeah, you might want to sell him for something pretty yeah. high. I mean, and, learn the lesson that we did not learn with Zardes. Right. Sell exactly. High. Exactly. Exactly. And so I wasn't necessarily yes, ship him off, but you got to wait for the the right deal. If we are to be signing Zlatan and or Rubin, obviously this time has to come from somewhere, unless the league comes out and says, "Hey, we're." implementing this new rule and blah, 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 which isn't far-fetched. The Zlatan rule. Um, yeah, mean, it's, not, it's, it's really not far-fetched. I, I, and, I will say, and I will say this, Grant Wall has played, paid a surprisingly amount of attention to this deal where he has not really said much about MLS in general over the past few years since, the, the, you know, since Beckham left the league, basically. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he's working on a follow-up to his book. So Maybe. then the Zlatan rule probably <laughs> does does make sense. Uh, Maybe. The Zlatan experience, and, and th- in this case, the sequel will be better than the original. <laughs> you, it, it, you would think that that would be a, a great read. Uh, like just, you said. Ch- the, the it'll it'll just be chock full of, of quotes, you know? Of quotes, right, exactly. But um, it, it's going to be an interesting, uh, it has been an interesting 48 hours. Indeed. Obviously, the, 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 the fact that um, the rumors started up again, that it seemed to be a little bit more uh, concrete and the, the, the deal was actually feasible, uh, it, it obviously sparked some sort of talk. The fact that we're even talking about it, whether it's a good deal or not, shows you the effect of this guy uh, that he's going to have on the team. Um, to stick with the marketing uh, and the financial side of this. Let's be honest. Have we? Done? This is also this is also a straight fuck you to Chivas 2.0 because there's nobody that they can sign now that's going to be a bigger name than Slapan. Right. Aside from the three players that you had mentioned before, which is not happening. No. No. Messi, um, Messi has already promised himself to uh, Miami. To Miami, right? Um. So th- there's just no way that LAFC is competing with this particular signing, no matter what. You can bring Chicharito in, hey, by all means, knock yourself out. Um, But 
here's the fascinating thing about this, and I didn't bring this up uh, in the last podcast when we were talking about the, the Since 96 marketing campaign, is that LAFC, we had talked about this, you know, they're going to be the new shiny toy. They have an entire roster to fill. They have three DP slots plus the new TAM that's coming in. They should be making all kinds of moves and they should be taking all kinds of uh, press uh, in uh, from the Galaxy here in LA. And sure, you made a little splash with Bob Bradley and um, the Galaxy quickly countered with Siggy. You made a splash with Vela, which is your biggest name to date, uh, considering the track record uh, for big star uh, or big name Mexicans in MLS. Yeah, don't hold your breath there. Um, you signed 18-year-old Diego Rossi. Yeah, you don't know who he is. I promise you, you did not know who he is uh, before you signed him. Was it just, uh, is it Giuseppe's little brother? Uh, probably. Then I don't know who he is. Yeah. Uh, nobody knew who he was. He didn't play in Mexico. He didn't play in Champions League. Nobody in the LAFC fan base knew who he was. And you're excited about this because they're hyping him up. He may very well be a star, but we don't know that yet. I mean, and Diego he Rossi, wasn't a big name to begin with. Diego Rossi doesn't so, even have the like LA in his name. He couldn't do the, they can't do the shirt for him. Oh yeah, they can't do that. Yeah. So there's that. And other than that, you're going with, you know, run of the mill MLS guys, nothing really, really big. You still have, LAFC still has half a roster to fill out, so they could still make some pretty, uh, you know, they, they can make some significant signings. They have one DP slot. They have still have one DP slot, right. And, you know, a lot of people are saying that might be Chicharito, but we'll wait and see. Regardless, again, I, I don't see you outdoing the Slatan uh, signing, no matter who you get. So, point being, the Galaxy were not supposed to win the PR battle this year. And they've done it. You have if, signed... If they can get your, this over the line, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you... Even if LAFC fills out the rest of the roster, no one's talking about LAFC as if they're going to be contenders the way they talked about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They're still considered an expansion in, team. In, in, for the, MLS for the circles, roster, in MLS circles, they may they may be seen as uh, more objectively, but in um, in mainstream circles, nobody, everybody's going. Sorry, everybody's going to be talking about the LA Galaxy and Zlatan. Well, not even that. I'm just saying that. Even before Slatan, when you signed Kamara, and with the 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 piece of the puzzle that we that we put together, where you put in a, a, a whole new defense, which is still untested, I admit, we don't know how they're going to play together. But we it, have no idea how, how our heard, guys are going to show. But have you heard Rob Felcher sing? Good God, I, I have not. But I've heard he, his voice is like a combination of Jesus and Fergie. He can serenade ugh, Fergie. He can serenade. <laughs> he can serenade all the attackers. And and woo them over so they don't score. Oh wow, that. Um, mm, I need a swig of my beer. Yeah, I'm talking like if the Backstreet Boys and One Direction and InSync all had a baby. <laughs> spit out, spit out all the all the Justin Timberlake's talent all over that thing. That's raw filter right there. <laughs> um. I have to admit I'm a little turned on. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, going back to my original point. What were we talking about? I- I'm pretty sure Zlatan was in there somewhere. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we're still on Zlatan. <laughs> no, we got okay, almost so an hour saying, just on Zlatan. Of course. He deserves it. Um, uh, we fill out half a roster. We fill out the the... The, the position of needs with a couple, you know, uh, decent players. And we're all of a sudden contenders in the Western Conference. My point is, is that we have stolen the PR battle from LAFC momentarily as of right now. And that wasn't supposed to happen. We weren't even supposed to be in the running. You remember how dejected we were last year and how afraid we were of LAFC running us out for at least the first season? Yeah, that's not the case at all. No, no. And this is, and this is where the this particular signing is just like it, you're basically dropping the nuclear bomb and just saying dude you need a way for next season okay. if you want to compete right. in this marketing battle because it's just not happening here's anymore. here's the thing though lewis what if it doesn't work 
Well, that's what I'm saying. If it doesn't work, the only people like the the the, like, the people that will be criticized is going to be the Galaxy for signing an over the hill player and not going young the way the rest of the league um has been doing. The the, the criticism will not go on Slatan. If it doesn't work to the to where he's ineffective. Like I said, the team is already set. We have Kamara. Every all the pieces were there. We had no idea that Slatan was even in the mix anymore. We were looking for another striker just to kind of add depth. Just to say, okay, we can use another striker. We only have three. Would we use two strikers uh, and go with a 4-4-2? This is what we were speculating. We had no idea that uh, Slatan was coming. So the team was already set. This really is the cherry on top. But like you said, it's on top of a bacon cheeseburger. It's a little off. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, like I said, we hope for the best case scenario, and it's a good one because I do believe if um, everything works out according to plan, I think we're MLS contenders. But again, this could just blow up in our face. Um, and what could have been a very solid uh, offseason focusing on the on-field performance and the locker room um, could be thrown awry with this particular ego and this particular personality being in the mix now. And um, th- that's pretty much what we have to keep an eye on. How is this all going to work out? Only time will tell. Uh, we, we, I think that I, I'm going to go ahead and toot our own horn here. I think that given the track record of how we felt going into each preseason since we've covered the team, um, last year we were very, we we're looking at the team going, uh, I really don't see it. Um, it's, it's not looking great. And the year before that it was, mm, I don't know about this team. And, and we were right about both, both, uh, seasons, I think. Um, uh, I mean, we weren't exactly right, but we had our, our instinct told us something. Um, this season I'm very optimistic. And so I think that bodes well. And I think you're, uh, Lewis, I think you're optimistic regardless of, you know, whether or not we sign Zlatan. Um, mm-hmm. but, okay, so so this is the one thing that we haven't talked about, uh, this scenario. What if we don't sign? What if we don't make this happen? How do you feel given that you've been, your expectations have risen as far as, um, winning the marketing battle, winning the, the, you know, may, maybe out, off the field stuff. We're winning all of that stuff. How do you feel if this doesn't get done? Um, do we look, do we look, uh, embarrassed? I think if, well, yes and no, because we've been down this road before. Um, if it doesn't happen, Again, I think we fall back on a very solid team as it is. Um, if it doesn't happen, I think from the um, you have Rubio Rubin uh, waiting in the wings. Wow, if this there, doesn't happen, there, there's you, a drop off. Oh, but, but again, you're <laughs> dropping off a name. It's a name. Um, I, I'm I'm sticking by that. And yes, it's a drop off. Uh, I admit that it it is a drop-off, but you're not dead in the water. That's my point. You're not dead in the water here. Um, I'm not... Like I said, if, if I was, like, totally against it, I probably wouldn't have taken the, you know, four, five, six takes that we had on him. There's... Obviously, different angles. There's going to be different opinions coming from all, uh, you know, um, different uh, different people uh, across Galaxy Land here. But um, and I think we covered most of them, if not all of them. Um, I just think that we have everything in place. It this really is a cherry on top. If it doesn't happen, it's not completely disappointing, and it's not detrimental to the squad in 2018. Um. But it is something that is obviously adding more, uh, not passion, but there's more fuel to this fire that the Galaxy have rejuvenated um, in this offseason. And um, at the very least, that in itself is a positive uh, from this signing, that um, 
the fan base will come out, the bandwagoners will come out, all the LAFC turncoats will suddenly make that 180 yet again <laughs> of, you know, to do this, and all the people who aren't Galaxy fans but know who Zlatan is and, you know, they come out and watch him, you're going to get that, you know, that environment in the stands. It's something that was obviously missing last season. Um, so there are a lot of good things uh, coming off the field um, because of this signing. Um, I, like I said, I'm just more worried about the on-field performance. But like I said, it, it looks like we had a solid team already. Um, and if this doesn't work out, hopefully it doesn't drag us down to the point where it was an embarrassing signing. No, I don't, I, That's the only... I honestly don't think that it's going to be embarrassing. It'll just be maybe ineffective or too too late in in a lot like drug by year two <laughs> i'm hoping for drug by year one i think worst case we get drug by year two and in that case you know it's that's not detrimental to our chances at the playoffs i still think we are a playoff team what like i said what uh, what worries me is the the locker room how does he affect the locker room I think everybody just That's gets out of his way. That's pretty much my biggest concern. I, I, like, honestly, like, who's going to mess with him? You know, well, well, here's the thing. You don't have I, any I, other I, strong I started... personalities in that locker room that are not going to respect him. If Jermaine Jones is still in that okay. locker room, yeah, it would be a problem. Everyone else? No, I don't think. I, don't, I think everybody's just going to let him do his thing. Right, but... <sighs> if this is like happens. the... Uh... But this is also like the uh, like the Kobe Bryant thing. Obviously, you know, the focus is going to be on Kobe. And if he's not, you know, passing the ball and he's doing everything himself or trying to do everything himself and he's actually hurting the team more than he is helping, that's a problem. If you're dropping points because, you know, and I don't see that because Latan actually, I've seen, we've seen him make some good passes. So it's not like he's um, completely selfish and he does create for other players. So... Um, I don't think that's completely the case, but um, for me, it's more of a, um, like I said, when you put this larger than life personality in there, obviously things are going to stir up, whether it's for the good or for the, for the worst, it's still yet to be seen. Does he, does he, does he demand more uh, let's say this. Uh, does he yell at players more or less than Robbie Keane? I say less. Um, uh, I, I say less. I, I, I think that he will get on people's cases, but I say less. I, I agree, but I do think that we'll get a, um, a, a varied amount of looks at other players. Like just right, right. disgusted and I'm looks. Sure, yeah, and I'm sure behind the scenes he's going to you know say his piece and – um, and that's fine. I, I never really had a problem with Robbie doing it, uh, at least when we were winning. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, okay, so here's my, other, here's my other question. The guy's played under Jose Mourinho. He's played under Pep Guardiola. He's played under uh, many other uh, legendary coaches. Does he listen to Ziggy? <laughs> you know, th- th- this is the funny thing that um, I obviously thought about this as well. But remember last year when we were talking about Allison Jr., we had no idea who the hell he was or what he was going to bring to the team. And, you know, he fallen out of favor at Marseille because he oh, took a shot Bielsa. at Bielsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we're like, well, if he does that, how is he going to respect Anolfo? And he turned out okay. Um, here's the thing that, that – and this is me being uh, at my most optimistic – is that when these negotiations were taking place – and again, we have no details of the contract, but according to sources – it's for Tam. It's not a, a, a new written rule in MLS where there's a fourth DP or whatnot. It's going to be a Tam player. Okay. Obviously, when you're when you uh, whittle down the contract that far down in money, you got to figure that the negotiations in there sounded something like, "Look, you you are who you are, but there's not much left in you." Let's be honest with ourselves. You want to continue playing. You want to remain, you know, uh, you want to keep your career going. 
we want to revitalize our uh, once proud uh, club. You're probably going to be a perfect fit in the city of Los Angeles. You're going to be treated like a god in the, uh, not just in LA, but the entire league. We're going to milk everything that you have left, but you're going to have to play by our rules. You help us out. We'll help you out. <laughs> milk. I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, we're not paying. Like I said, we're not paying for the player that you were. We're cur- we're playing for the player that you currently are. So let's just, you know, agree to disagree here and say that everyone is, you know, on board with this based on uh, the, the type of contract that he's actually getting and not what we actually expected. And that's the best case scenario, that he understands his role and that he understands that this is probably my last hurrah. I, I will I will do what I need to do to stay in uh, to stay in the game. And to be uh, to play a style that probably I will be the most effective in. Well, let's hope that it is indeed a hurrah and not a harumph. Um, yes. Let's guys. Okay, so guys, Lewis, it's yes. time. Uh, we've we've been on Zlatan for a solid hour. Um, it's time. That's to, it. It's, it's time to. It's time to I wrap up. I think would say Zlatan, you know, deserves significantly more. Well, time I'm sure he certainly thinks so. Uh, after all, how much time does a lion deserve on our show? Uh, that doesn't work. Uh, let's, let's get down to earth. Let's talk about what we, what we know for sure. Okay. The galaxy are in Arizona and they're going to compete in the mobile mini sun cup versus RSL, uh, this Saturday, uh, February 20, February 3rd. This is in Tucson, this right? In Tucson. I'm not sure if this is going to be streaming somewhere. I be, probably, I'm sure it probably will on like Facebook or YouTube or something. Yeah, I, I'm sure they. I know they did it last year uh, for the when they did it up north in Sacramento yeah. or Fresno, whatever yeah. it was. Uh, and then the Galaxy will be back at StubHub uh, to face NYCFC on February 10th on another preseason match. Um, that's coming up. So preseason is well underway. Uh, the season is looming. It's it's a little bit. Uh, it's it's about a month away. Um, like I said, I'm I'm working on our our new balls and beer table. Uh, so uh, so it's coming. Preseason coming, y'all. Uh, stay on the lookout. We're gonna be doing a MLS preview show, not only uh, showcasing what we think the Galaxy is gonna do this season, but also what the rest of MLS is gonna be doing. Um, we're also going to be doing season two of Balls and Beers, which is our betting show where we try to predict MLS results and make bets on it. Uh, Lewis is the reigning champion right now. I am sitting in dead last, and Bobby finished one point ahead of me, one point ahead of me for this season. So we'll be back doing that, and we're going to try to get more people involved in this game, Lewis. I, I sure hope so. I, I think we are, we're uh, for season two. There's going to be a couple subtle changes, maybe a couple rule changes. Uh, the opening or the, the the first season was more about the the experiment that was inspired by Grant Wall to see if you know how we do as far as betting on uh, the games. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a success or you <laughs> well, know, or was, not based was on a, our results. It was a su- success in that we made it all the way. Oh, okay, there you go. By the way, Grand Wall, I'm still waiting my call, dude. I made a profit. <laughs> All games, I made a profit. Um, but I think season two is going to be more uh, about the game. Um, and so there's going to be uh, a couple little changes here, there. And as David said, it, we're going to try to implement a couple uh, new players and or guests uh, in season two. Uh, haven't quite worked out exactly how we're going to do that. But... Um, Hopefully, uh, it'll be a, a lot funner uh, this time around. And, well, a lot funny for, funner for me. That's the, that's certainly going to be the case. I'm going to win this time, y'all. 100 points. 100 points. <laughs> funner is not a uh, word. Damn it. I'm already losing. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for Ellie is Our House, episode 97. Uh, Lewis, do you have anything else to talk about tonight that is not Zlatan related? Or Ruby or Ruby? <sighs> To be fair. Ah. Oh. Um, welcome back, Ezra Hendrickson. Yeah, oh, that's right. Ezra Hendrickson added to the coaching staff. Welcome back, Easy. 
Uh, we look forward to seeing you in the, I don't know, a suit, a track suit. Do they make them that big? We'll just call it the sideline. Okay, sideline. Bring back Wilton. <laughs> All right, good night, everybody. You guys remember Wilton? Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Follow us on our website, laisourhouse.com, and sign up for our monthly newsletter for upcoming articles and special content. Follow us on our Twitter for all of the up-to-date news in our soccer world. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll see you in the next episode.